nerdism. Our next guest is the epitome of the Australian sporting underdog. No sponsor, no hype, no worries. His rise has been meteoric. From a little-known Northern Rivers battler, ranked 19th in Australia at the beginning of last year, he qualified for the Challenger Series in dramatic circumstances by winning the last qualifying series event, the Tweed Coast Pro. Uh, he's been on a heater ever since and now finds himself ranked 8th in the world, heading into the J-Bay World Tour event, which is where he joins us from. Welcome back to Wank That Swell, the Evans Head Rail Evangelist, Callum Robson. Hey, Jordan. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked. Mate, you've made it. You've made it to the holy grail for natural footers. Uh, how did it feel to drive over the hill and see that iconic point break loom in the distance? Yeah, it's pretty special. It's like every, like you said, every natural footer's dream is to come to J-Bay and lay my eyes on on it um, over the last few days and it's like lived up to the hype that's for sure got a surf out supers yesterday and it was amazing so I'm excited it looks like some swell coming for the event so hopefully we get some pumping and waves and it's going to be a great event I think is it somewhere you've uh, spent much time in the past no this is my first trip to South Africa um, so um, yeah I've never been to J-Bay or South Africa for that matter so it's it's full new experience for me so just trying to take it all in and learn as I go. Uh, we last spoke to you just before the G-Land event. I mean, geez, it's been a wild ride for a 21-year-old from Evans Head. From G-Land, you skipped over to El Salvador, uh, a country most famous for skitty gang wars and drug trafficking. It's also got a pretty fun right point there. What was your experience of that country and that leg of the tour? Yeah, um, El Salvador, it was like, like you said it. It's got that reputation for the gangs and the um, and yeah the drug trafficking and that whole scene. So it was interesting going there. We I didn't know much about it, but I was doing a lot of research. And we were actually just watching documentaries and stuff at the house in El Salvador, which was pretty classic. But it felt pretty safe. Like there was massive police presence there around the event, and um, yeah, I think the, the the zone we went to um, was pretty good for security and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the event. Like you said, the waves is little right-hand points, kind of similar to. I found it similar to Lennox. It's very similar with the um, with the boulders that you jump off, and just the way the wave breaks. Um, so yeah, it felt good. Obviously, the water and stuff was pretty brown and hectic. We had a few um, a few squalls of rain and um, storms in the Arvo, which made the water a bit disgusting a few a few um, times. But overall, the place was pretty good and. Um, Bjorn, we didn't get to see it really light up, but there was a few heats where everyone went mad and got to see a little bit of guess of what it's got to offer. Yeah, and you were beaten by Toledo, Philippe Toledo, eventually in the quarterfinals. How do you feel like you performed in the event overall? Oh, I felt like I, I didn't perform well at all, to be honest. Um, that was a weird one because I was coming back from, um, just coming from G-Land, I felt like I didn't have the best performance there or show. Um yeah, really put my best foot forward. So I felt like I was lacking a bit of belief. So that event, I was kind of just just trying to just keep things simple and just um, just build a bit of momentum and a bit of belief back, which I feel like I did by the end of it. But um, yeah, I had some. I didn't really get to perform in that event. Just little moments of like good decision making, moments of like one okay, like good turn and stuff. But didn't really get to piece it all together. Um, and then coming into that heat with Felipe, he was just on on fire and. Um, I started with a, a few mistakes and you can't and made a few mistakes in that event in that heat especially and you can't make 
especially when you're up against Felipe and doing what he was doing, especially with the, the run he's had. He feel, feels like he's pretty much untouchable, so I needed him just do mistake-free surfing, and I made mistakes, and that was that. And then you moved on to Brazil, and again, a, a pretty big culture shock for a former apprentice chippy from the Northern Rivers. Um, is that somewhere you've been before? Like, can you paint the scene uh, in Brazil for us? Yeah, that was my first time to Brazil. Um, first time to Brazil, first time to Sacarema, and I, I heard a lot of a lot of things about how passionate the fans were, how it's just like such a full-on scene, and it was exactly that. It was like full on. Everybody, it's the first time I've went where everybody knows who you are, sort of thing. Like even coming here to J Bay, you walk down the street, nobody really like cares who you are. It's like whereas over there, everyone it seems like you've been doing it for way longer than you have. Everybody knows you, ask photos, which is pretty classic. Bit of a shock for me, obviously never having that. So, but um, like I quite enjoyed the whole scene. Everybody, they're just such passionate surf fans and. Um, million people on the beach like that event even the size of this um the actual event size was massive and for me that that event felt like you're you're in a professional sport doing a um, at the highest level i feel like for me like this like a lot of the other events don't really have that feel like you're at the at the pinnacle of a sport but that brazil event i feel like they did a great job of like that felt like a proper um yeah like a world world scale event if that makes sense i don't know yeah absolutely and i mean you're up against medina the 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 favorite son of the country the, the country's first ever world champ in the elimination round i mean that's a situation where you could easily be overawed especially as a rookie you surfed in front of fifteen thousand people um you know what was that like and and what was the kind of uh headspace you took into that heat yeah i've, I've had um, since Medina come back, I've had two heats with him before that, both in the um, opening round. So, um, and he smoked me both times. So for me, I was just like, okay. And for me, Medina's someone that I look up to and think is an amazing surfer and um, have a lot of respect for. But I feel like the first two heats, I gave him too much respect and kind of let him have his space and let him do his own thing and um, almost succumb to the to the moment. So for me, that event, that heat especially it was more about myself getting myself in a position to um, to just fight and win it at all costs, which was my mindset. I, I wasn't um, going to give him, didn't want to give him an inch, especially because um, the first two times I kind of let him have his space. He ended up going surfing down the beach, but um, I feel like my mindset was just to attack. I knew I had to surf my best. I knew I had to um, really perform in that in order to beat him, especially in Brazil with his fans and the whole the whole country was kind of behind him. So um, that felt like a really big moment for me in terms of just getting over that hurdle and putting a few good scores on the board. I feel like I still didn't perform to my best, but I felt like I had some moments, which was enough to get the win in the end. And what was the crowd's reaction after you knocked him? Like, were they, uh, you know, were they, were they happy enough for you to progress through the heat or were they absolutely livid? Yeah. No, I was actually surprised. I felt like they were, they just, um, everybody was kind of just more stoked that I've, I've got some good weight. I put some good scores on the board and like, and kind of, it was good that I at least beat him. It wasn't controversial. It wasn't like um, a few of the past Brazilian heats where they've, they've had something to um, really have a go at the other surfer for. So I was really stoked that I beat him um, like in that kind of way, but. Yeah, like when the apparently when the security guards said that like if Callum wins, send twelve security guards with him and six with Medina. So they obviously 
were under the impression that it was I was going to cop a bit of heat, but um, no, it was all good. The jet ski dropped me straight in front, and I was actually running up. Medina was behind me, and I was like, oh no, they're all going to try and like have because they were like just going mad because he was there, and I didn't realize until like I was going halfway up that they didn't even care that I was there. They were all just worried about him. <laughs> so um, wow. I, th- I think they were all just in awe of Medina. Wow, what, crowd, anyway. what an experience! That is so wild. Can't imagine. Um, and and you went on to, to get another really solid result there, man. A quarterfinal finish. Were you happy with that, or do you feel like you surfed to your potential, or were there a couple of niggling errors? Yeah, I had errors in that at heat. Obviously, my um, surfing is such a hard sport. It feels like you just like you do one thing one day and it works. You do the other next and it doesn't. So it's just like um, for me, I'm just working on trying to be more adaptable in the moment and 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 try and pick out the right strategy and. Um, Thing for that specific heat, I feel like the the semi against um, uh, the quarter against Yaga, uh, I had a plan and um, I felt like it was the best one. And then as soon as I got out there, I put myself in the spot to catch him. And wherever, like I kind of had a zone where I was hunting, and whatever I would paddle up, they would come down, and then they would split in front of me. And I just felt like I was just really, really out of rhythm, um, which was. Which was tough, but that's that's surfing, and I just had to be a little bit more adaptable and trust my gut. But at the end of the day, like that heat, I was still just like I felt like I I was like still in it to win it. Like I felt like if I had the opportunity, I would have got the score. But obviously, you got to catch waves in a surfing contest, and I, I caught about two waves, so that that was that. But um, I still felt like I, I was surfing. My my body felt amazing. My boards. Everything felt like it was there. It's just like a few decision-making errors, and um, yeah, but which was which was pretty tough pill to swallow, considering that like that was a pretty big heat for me, and I was just like, all I needed to do was catch one point, whatever. This is kind of the story all the time, but I was just like, that one felt like it was really within my um, my grasp to to win that heat, but it is what it is. Mm. I mean, but nevertheless, you know, consistently making it to the finals, uh, you've made a final runner-up to Toledo at Bells. You know, what's been the focus for you in terms of performance and, and just consistently getting scores in, in that high to excellent range? Yeah, um, well, for me, I felt like at, like at the start of the year, like my, my, for me, what makes me tick and what makes me perform is just being focusing on the process of, of that performance and um, that's just doing the one percenters and just doing the little things every day. Um, I felt like I did that well at the start of the year, which was giving me consistency. Um, however, at G-Land, I kind of went away from that a little bit and started thinking a little bit too much about what was next, what was going to happen, what could happen and um, not being in the present. So I feel like at El Salvador and Brazil, I'm just, just, I just stripped everything back and kept it really simple and just tried to focus on what, what works for me and how I perform my best and um, starting to build some momentum and, and then also just incorporating some new things and trying to push a bit harder and, um, and just backing my surfing. I think that's a big one for me is just really just backing myself in those moments and attacking a bit more. Um, so that's kind of my goal for, for the rest of the year is just to do the one percent and focus on the process, but also just back my surfing and really go for it. Yeah, well, we know how hard you work outside of the water, um, and that's a bit been a big part of your success. You know, getting all the, the little things right outside of the water and, and and having confidence that that will feed into your performance. Have you been able to keep that discipline and training routine uh, while you've been on the road? 
Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like after G Land, it was a bit of a wake up call, just to like, okay, you got to keep your foot firmly on the on the throttle. And I feel like from that event, I learned a lot. Um, obviously, just losing that first round always sucks, and um, it was the bit of medicine that I needed at that point. And I feel like I've maintained good discipline throughout the last few events, and still through J Bay, just doing everything I can. And um, I feel like yeah, the discipline leads to the consistency. So um, that's what I've been just focusing on. It's just trying to just work hard and stay in the game. Yeah, that that early round exit at G Land must have stung particularly bad, given uh, you got. What I heard was the wave of the the free surf session in the lead up uh, to the event, which was you know absolutely all time cooking G land like eight foot coning yeah. off its head. Yeah, we've had a, we've had such a hard like the free surfs and stuff been amazing, and especially G land. You were like such a shame that that um, the forecast didn't live up to the hype of that event because like yeah, it was it was just even tough to watch. Just like everyone just doing backside snaps when they should have just been getting pitted but that's that's life but um yeah hopefully hopefully the last two events Jay Bay and Chokes both live up to the hype and um get some great waves which is good for everyone involved have you been watching much video of the wave uh Jay Bay have you been watching much tape like I'd love to know who are some of your favorite surfers out there and what you think makes a great Jay Bay surfer yeah I think you can't go part. I think for me, the two best is like obviously Mick, and I think Felipe's put himself as like the almost a number one J Bay surfer after some of his performances. Um, I'm just looking at obviously the natural footers, so I watch a lot of Mick and a lot of um, Felipe, and um, I really just like watching everybody's approach and seeing what works and what doesn't. Um, even from my small surfs out there, it's kind of like making sure you stay in front, but you also match the speed of the wave. It's easy to get caught trying to surf too far down the line or getting caught just that little bit behind. So um, just looking at what turns and um, manoeuvre selection the best do out there and how they link it up and um, try and just, just match that pace of the wave. I think that's important and just see the lines they choose. Uh, that's kind of been my focus the last few days while it's been flat. Yeah, and finally, uh, we've spoken before about how much it means to the people back home at Evans uh, to see you doing so well on the world stage. Um, can you give us a bit of an insight in, into just how tough the community has been doing it lately and, and what role that's played in, in your drive and motivation this year? Yeah, for sure. Well, obviously, um, it's pretty well known that my local area went through a pretty tough time um, through that floods and a lot of the of the east coast of Australia did. Um, so I feel like for me it was important just to really represent that, that local community and Evans had the best I could, which was... That's how I do that through my performances and trying to carry myself well and just, just for me, it, that's where that commitment and um, discipline is like everybody back home's really getting behind me and wants me to win. So for me, I just know that they're all backing me and that's why I got to commit myself fully to this. And um, so that, that means a lot. Just to be able to just when I come home, just have the support of them um, means the world. And they're doing it. They've all been doing it pretty tough. So. Um, if I can give back by just doing, doing my best, I think they all get pretty stoked out of it. Hopefully a few groms come through there and um, yeah, have the opportunity to surf on the World Tour one day. That'd be sick. Unreal, man. Uh, well, you're setting a solid platform and example for them. Thanks so much for giving us your time and best of luck at J-Bo. Cheers, Jed. I'll speak to you soon. See you, brother. Competition surfing. Rashies. Oh.
nerdy 